Welcome to the One Rental at a Time podcast. This is your host, Michael Zuber. This is the show where we interview guests involved in the real estate business, from experts to newbies, wholesalers, flippers, buy and hold, apartments, commercial, notes, hard money, Airbnb, mobile homes. It doesn't matter. If you're involved in the business, we want to talk to you. This show relies on referrals and recommendations from our listeners. If you know someone we should talk to, please make a recommendation. As the author of One Rental at a Time, The Journey to Financial Freedom, I'm dedicated to helping you take your first or your next step on your real estate journey. But I need your help. We need to spread the message of One Rental at a Time Works. Please share this podcast, my YouTube channel, and of course, my book, all called One Rental at a Time. Thanks, and let's start the show. Hey everyone, thanks for watching. Uh, I got what's gonna be a, a really exciting video today. I, I hear from lots of investors around the country and even a few around the world. And today I have with me Anthony Stith, uh, who reached out with a very nice email that basically said, help, I'm stuck in YouTube hell. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm putting in the work, but I need some help getting started or focused. And I said, you know what? Such a nice note. Um, why, don't, why don't I reach out to him and get to know a little bit about Anthony and then maybe help him and, and, and maybe guide him on a path that would help others. So uh, thank you for doing it, Anthony. How are you doing today? I'm fine. Thank you, sir. Oh, uh, no, no, no problem. So why don't we just do, give a little color on yourself so people know who, know who Anthony is, sort of where you are in the country, what do you do, what, what, what kind of real estate investor you envision yourself being. So let's just set the table before we dive in. Okay. Well, basically, I'm a 44-year-old <clears throat> uh, veteran from uh, Long Island, New York. Uh, and uh, I uh, work in logistics right now, uh, a construction uh, company. I mm -hmm. do the warehouse for them. I've been doing that for about seven years now. I've uh, been looking at, uh, came across some things on, came across bigger pockets through a bunch of YouTube uh, videos and really caught on to that. And then basically looking, you know, at all their <clears throat> webinars and such, and mm -hmm. as well as uh, YouTube, yeah. like huge in YouTube. That's, you know, obviously how I found you. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm just, seem like I'm just getting stuck in that. Okay. And the more I watch, or, you know, you find one person, then you find a different person and it kind of changes what I'm thinking. Yeah. I, st I started thinking one way and then, you know, I see the wholesale and then I'm like, Oh, I could do wholesale. And then, you know, I see notes. So I want to do notes. And it's yeah. like, I need to, to get somewhere. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a very common, uh, I call it or refer to it generally as the shiny object problem, right? As all these videos and, and experts or gurus or whatever talk, um, they all make it sound so easy and so, so good. <laughs> so it's like, what do I do? Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, so let's, let's try to figure this out together. What, what might make sense? Cause I really in real estate, there's, there's, there's two things you do. You either can go after and create chunk money, which is basically intermittent chunks of cash that show up as work is done. Now that an example of those are either wholesaling or flipping. Right. And we can break those down. The other one is more passive. Uh, whether that's note investing or being a landlord, basically where you're peeling off little tiny pieces of cash. And, uh, you know, you, the real wealth is, is built over long term. 
that's, those are kind of the two things you do. The other thing that's very true is flipping or wholesaling is another job, right? Because yes, the money that shows up and yes, you can make tons of money doing that, but it is absolutely a job. And when you stop doing that job, money doesn't show up. Where the other one, you can continue doing your construction business. You can continue, you know, climbing the corporate ladder. You can keep doing whatever you're doing during the day job, right? Lots of people that watch, the, watch this channel are salespeople. I've seen some doctors and all of that. And they just want to do passive stuff, right? They, they already, you know, their, their day job is fulfilling to them. They like it, uh, but they want a side hustle. So I guess for you, Anthony, um, do you know which at least of those two sides you want to play on? Yeah, I definitely want to play on the uh, side hustle. I like the uh, the multifamily, okay. uh, you know, acquire wealth over a period of time. And okay. We replace my income one day, you know, so yeah. I don't have to hustle have to, so hard. Yeah, you don't have to grind all, all, you know, eight hours a day or what, 10 hours a day, whatever. So, right. Okay. So what I'm hearing you say is um, you're willing to, you're, you're going to keep doing your day job, which is great. Keep focus on that. I, I think it's crazy when people quit their day jobs to go wholesale or flip. It's just silly mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, so that's good. Um, so now, you know, in order to go after being a landlord, which, which is probably the best way to do it. Um, you know, you live in, uh, Long Island, you said, right. Which I think is pretty expensive market. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A lot of, uh, pretty expensive plus taxes are pretty high yeah and also i don't think it's very landlord friendly i mean i don't know much about new york but um it's hard to get people out or evict them is that true or no yeah it's it's uh definitely more tenant friendly than yeah yeah i'm in california so i'm in the same boat as you are so (laughs) my my average eviction is about 90 days so um you know sometimes i wish i was in texas where it's like two weeks or three weeks or something Mm. anyways um so I guess the other thing to think about is, okay, so we've picked the side we're on. Now we have to say, okay, you know, where's Anthony starting from, right? Does, does Anthony have, you don't have to be exact or even, you know, put it out there if you don't want, but I guess I'll just ask a yes, no question. So do you have capital saved for a down payment or, or, or capital that you could get after to, to make that first investment, you think? I have cap- capital available, yes. Oh, that's good. Okay, cool. All right. Awesome. So, um, you know, my story begins 15 years ago and, and, and the capital we had was $40,000. So we built, you know, over 15 years, we built a portfolio large enough to retire. So it's possible, Anthony, that's, you know, just want you to know that. Um, awesome, <laughs> it takes time. But, you know, one of the things we need to figure out for you is the same struggle we had is I live in Mountain View, California, which is like the Manhattan of New York, the little I know of New York, right? Manhattan's more expensive than Long Island, I'm guessing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I live in Mountain View, which is like the Manhattan of New York. So like you, I couldn't invest in my backyard, right? It's right. just, it's too freaking expensive. Can't cash flow, can't do any of that stuff. So we started, we pulled out a map of California. You could pull out a map of New York if you want. And, and you could start to draw circles about how far you have to go out until there's a market that makes sense. And for us, it was two and a half hours away by car. Okay. So um, you know, that market at that time was probably a fifth, the cost of the Bay area, right? We bought our first house for 107 grand. Um, mm. just as, in, but again, that was 2003, right? So, you know, you know, scale appropriately. I think that house today is like 160 or something. Um, so I think the first thing you need to figure out is you need to get comfortable with a market, right? Or, or pick a market or two to research that is actually a good landlord city, 
So have you, have you done any of that homework? Have you thought about that? Yes, I have. I'm looking into a town. It's, uh, it's four hours away. Okay. Uh, a car. It's, uh, Binghamton, New York, which is a it's is a it's a college town as well, but it's also it has a lot of multifamilies. And okay, it's much, way cheaper than yeah. Than so just for you don't have to give me an address or anything, but guide me give me some numbers, right? So what would a an example property look like? Is it a a duplex, fourplex? What's an what's an average property out in um, is it Bingham? Uh, yeah, Binghamton. Oh, Binghamton. Uh, I'm sorry. The um the ones that I'm looking at there's there's a you know, a plethora of, uh, of duplexes, Okay. Uh, you know, for families and the, you know, the numbers range anywhere from, you know, forties to, you know, one fifties and such. It's, it's, uh, okay. It's kind of believable actually coming from Long Island. Yeah. So a duplex. So, uh, just so I make sure. So like you could get a duplex for 60 or 70 grand. Correct. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Just let that go to voicemail, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I won't be answering them, but they will be ringing. Yeah, that's fine, no problem. All right, so you're gonna do you? Uh, so these duplexes, they're uh, they already have tenants, or are they vacant? Some of them have tenants, some are vacant. Uh, okay. You can, you could, you could get something for like sixty thousand dollars with tenants in them. Okay. Uh, you're looking for, uh, so it's you know, basically anything's possible. Plus, you All have right. the. I wanted to go the uh, student rental. Yeah. But I wasn't sure about doing that as, as a first, uh, you know, initial yeah. investment. I'm not sure how, how, well, how big is the university there or, or college? Uh, it's, it's a state university. So it's, oh, it's okay. Pretty it's pretty yeah. big. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Okay. Um, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say most properties up there, they're not, uh, obviously, they're so low that they're not, uh, you're not getting much out of, you get more cash flow. They're cash flowing more than, than anything. It's not a. That's all you're playing yeah. for. That's okay. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I'm not going to buy something for 160. I mean, for 60 today, and then next year it's going to be worth, you know, double or something like that. It's not, it's not yeah. what they're. Yeah. No. And, and just so you're clear, that, that's okay. That's not what we're playing for, right? That's what gets people all wrapped around the axle is they, they like you, like five minutes ago or 10 minutes ago, we decided that of the two paths, you were going to take the cash flow path, which is the path I took and I know most well, or I know well. Um, don't get wrapped around, well, you know, I'm also going to play the appreciation game. I don't want you to calculate appreciation in any of your formulas, right? Yes, appreciation will happen. Yes, you will become more wealthy, but don't use appreciation in any of your math. Do the deal on cash flow, calculate the deal on cash flow and, and see what happens. Um, otherwise, you're going to be distracted and make a bad decision okay that makes sense Definitely. okay so tell me about the rent on a duplex oops sorry about that. that's all right tell me that's okay we're good tell me about the rent on a duplex uh, I've the um most of the the ones i looked at were uh post mostly uh four bedrooms two bathrooms you know it's both two two ones basically oh two two ones uh, okay all right good. yeah and uh they're around uh, between like six, seven hundred. Okay. All right. So let me just see if I got this right. So sixty thousand dollar duplex. Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to get six hundred each, so that's twelve hundred dollars, right? Okay. Now, let's just use sick that sixty one. Do you think you have any uh, what I call make ready costs or anything involved in that? 
as far as like are they like are they trashed are you gonna have to add new flooring new kitchen paint anything like that or are they just ready to go uh, some of them are ready to go okay uh yeah it's like i said it's kind of unbelievable yeah uh, i have it what i have to do is get uh boots on the ground out there and really see everything my evaluation is just from yeah uh, mine. yeah so so I got, you know, so there's a couple of things for you. So A, I don't, so first off, I don't know this market at all, right? So I'm just giving you basic examples. But from what you've given me, right, this, this Binghamton area um, is a market I would jump on, right? Because if you can really get a duplex for 60 grand that's move-in condition or livable, that rents for 1,200, um, you know, there's only two things you have to really worry about now. First is, as you've already called it, boots on the ground. You can call it property management, call it whatever you want. But your job is to get up first, get your butt up there and check right. it out, right? Spend the weekend and go look right. at 50 houses or 50 duplexes. Because I think you're going to find that not every 60K duplex is the same, right? right. Some, some streets are better than others. Some are like, woo, that duplex looks nice in the pictures, but it's next to a, you know, a burned out house or something. You just, right. you just don't know, right? So get your butt up there. Um, so that's the first one. Try to, try to look for a property manager. Try to figure out repair people like roofs and painters. You just, you got to start, you should, you should look to meet, I don't know, you'd want a network of 20 or 30 people um, in that town, right? Uh, from all different levels. And, and the beauty is just ask for referrals, right? Once you find somebody that you like or that works with, ask for the referrals and you should go meet them, take them to coffee. Um, you should, you know, and then when you're back, you should talk to them every week just to keep building that bridge. So you're not just one off guy from Long Island, right? You're, you're the guy that's really going to be committed to the market. Um, so that's, that's the first thing I would probably go out and see, I would try to build a spreadsheet of, of, you know, 15 to 20 or 30 of these duplexes so you can get a feel for which is a better deal. Um, you, there's a video on my channel. I don't know which one it is, uh, that goes through a spreadsheet that I use. Um, that, that, that's pretty helpful. Uh, and then the other thing you need to think about is how you're going to finance them. Okay. Right. Because, um, you know, banks to, in this lending market traditionally don't like doing loans under 50 K uh, right. because of all the regulations. So I would immediately, um, actually, do you own any property today? So do you have any no. loans today? Okay. Yeah. So I would go talk to a Wells Fargo or a bank of America or someone, one of the big boys, cause your first four, are easy. And you've heard okay. me talk about getting four rentals. I would bring yes. them, I would, I would print out a sample duplex and go to them and get pre-approved, right? Okay. Here's a duplex, $62,000. It's on one, two, three main street. It's already rented at 1250 a month. Uh, I have the 20% down or 25% down and go get pre-approved. Uh, Cause the last thing I'd want you to do is go through this exercise and spend all that time in the town and then not be able to get a loan because it's too small. Oh, okay. right? The loan balance is too small. And the reason they do that is they have a lot of transaction costs and rules and regulations because of the crash. Um, that, that's why it's hard. There's people are admire new investors go, Oh, I can buy a house for 40 grand. Well, they think they can buy it because it's only $8,000 down or 20%. But unfortunately they haven't learned that very few banks will loan a $32,000 mortgage. Right. So you can buy a 40 K house, but you got to pay cash and not a lot of people have that. Um, so go to the bank and, and do some legwork there. So uh, I think, I think you're closer than you think than, than, than I thought you might be coming into this phone call. You've done the market, you know, which path you're on. 
You just need to now sit down and do your homework on the town, um, looking at properties, right? Build, literally build a list, right? Property, 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 uh, rent, right. condition, um, you know, price, rent, and all of that. You okay. need to you meet, you, you should set a goal of meeting. Let's pick a number together. I'd like you to meet 30 people in that town, right? Different okay. realtors, appraisers, because what you'll find is when you have a unit, you can call on these people and they'll have referrals. And then you need to go to a bank and get pre-approved. You know, pick a number, 75 grand, I'm, I don't care. Um, but okay. bring them a property and say, this is what I want to be a pre-approved for. Um, okay. So I think you're pretty close. Okay, good. Yeah. I didn't think I was that. Uh, I also, I am a, um, a member of the, uh, what do you call it? Rehab evaluator. Uh, okay. With, um, uh, what's his name? Jim Ingersoll. Yeah, Jim. Yeah. 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 I, actually, I think he was on your channel yeah. as well. He was. Yeah. yeah. I do have that to, uh, to go off. I don't use it much, but you know, I should use that as well to, instead of a spreadsheet, use yeah. that to, yeah, well, when you go to that town, you should take it with you um, okay. because what you're going to find when you go see 20 or 30 properties is they're not all the same, right? right. Some, some properties priced at 45 grand are worse deals than properties priced at 70 grand, which new investors can't figure out. Why is a 45K house or duplex worse than a 70K? Well, the 70K is perfect and move in. The 45K needs, you know, $25,000 in work, right? Oh, right. Right. And given the time and risks and other issues, you know, go by the 70. So that's why you got to get off your butt. I call it kicking rocks. You got to go to the town, check it out, look at all, you know, get off of the Google maps and get out of Zillow and get out of property radar or whatever you're using and go look at them, right? Go touch them, take some pictures with your iPhone. And um, I think you're pretty close. You know, I think, I think in the next 30 or 45 days, you'll probably, you know, act, again, go to a bank, get pre-approved. Go to the town a couple of weekends, spend the night if you have to, because four hours is a long way. Um, right. You know, go look at 50 or 50 properties, go meet 30 people. And I think you're going to find out if a, if, if that's the town for you, cause you'll get a vibe, you'll get a feel. Um, mm. And then when you're pre-approved, you can start making offers. You know, mm. I don't, I see no reason assuming these numbers make sense. $60,000 duplex, 1200 rent, college town so it's got a it's got a relatively stable um economy it seems like i i I, and the other thing i would do is i'd stop being distracted right don't look at notes don't look at flipping don't look at wholesaling if you're going to look at any more videos they have to be landlord videos because that's what you're signed up for don't don't insert stuff into your mind that just creates confusion you've picked your path now just go down that path stop looking at the other side okay that makes sense yeah, it makes a lot of sense, actually. Don't click those videos, right? Stop it. Your next job is to buy your first duplex. All right. Yeah, but, but, yeah but keep learning, though, right? Keep, you know, there's lots of great videos out there on landlording and, and rental properties. Keep watching those because they always help. I still watch them after 15 or 16 years. So, uh, but I don't watch wholesaling. Why? Because I have no interest in sending 10,000 mailers out. I have no interest in my phone ringing all the time and talking to people that are in stressful situations, right? right. I'm, just, I'm just a landlord. So. Be comfortable where you are once you've picked. All right. All right. Good. Any questions for me? Uh, no, you've, you gave me what I need here and I just have to act upon it. Okay. Well, do me a favor. Send me a note when you, when you head out there. Let me know what you find. Maybe we'll do another one of these after you do your homework.
Okay. Excellent. Sounds good. All right, Anthony, thank you for giving us your time this morning and, and good luck and have a nice weekend. You too. Thanks a lot. Thanks.